podcast time. Group on grammar friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are talking about Adventure Time from the very beginning all the way to the end. Matt. Yeah. How are you? I am great. And you want to know why? Why? We had two big things happening in the podcast. Oh. One. Uh, um, if you don't count specials like the Minecraft episode, there are 280 episodes of Adventure Time, and today we are hitting number 140. Woohoo! So we are halfway through the series. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only eight years later. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> we suck. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway there. Uh, that's and, great. Uh, and we'll also, by the time this episode releases, we'll have uh, hit 200,000 listens or downloads of the podcast. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That is really cool, actually. Yeah. That's a big, that's a, that's a big milestone. I remember when we hit 100,000, we're like, oh my gosh, no way. I can't even believe that. And now that we're at 200,000, I, I still am just in awe. Like, our listeners are amazing. I love that we get to cover this show. I know we've been taking kind of the, the lazy river route through all of this, but <laughs> y'all... Yeah, hung in with us, and it's just been freaking rad. We've yeah. It's just been a great, great ride. Absolutely. With, with, with how long we're taking to get through the series, it's it's shocking to me how, how many of you have stuck around with us. No kidding. No kidding. Yep. And and thank you to all the new listeners, too. Like, I, I really appreciate, like, people getting into the podcast now. Mm-hmm. We, we still got tons of messages and uh, emails from people saying that they just discovered the podcast a month ago, and they're already caught up on every episode. <laughs> That's amazing to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm back to editing the podcast on my laptop. Oh, like you the are? Old, yeah, like the like the old days of the show. Like I, I used to, I would take like a Saturday or something to, mm-hmm. to edit the podcast, and like I'd have one headphone in editing, and then I'd have a Godzilla movie playing on the TV in yeah. the background, and I'm back to doing that. Well, that's cool. I'm happy for you. We just listened to that Godzilla song featuring... Serge Tankian that from... Uh, R- System of a Down. System of a Down. Oh, I almost said Rage Against the Machine. I was like, Breaking Benjamin? Breaking Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Breaking Benjamin song. with Serge Tankian I know, saying, man. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, I love that song. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, well, today we are... We're going to be talking about... I think these are two episodes I needed right now in the series. Yeah. Because there's one that's just like goofy fun and one that's, you know, also goofy fun, but with a little heavier stuff going on sure. underneath. But yeah, I, I just really had a I had a fun time watching both of these. Yeah, me too. I really like them. Um, we had to pause them multiple times to capture the, the the lines because they're just there's a lot of wit in both of these episodes and just clever and fun and underrated almost. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, how are you? T- today (laughs) (laughs) i'm good i'm sleepy but i'm good it is a sleepy kind of day today yeah and i think i'm avoiding homework but that's neither here nor there (laughs) (laughs) yeah story of my life (laughs) (laughs) so should we get to it let's do it all right so the first episode we're covering is love games love games your love is not enough love I, How can we not do that? I know, right? It's not. It's and and Tree Trunks is in this episode briefly, which I am super stoked about. <laughs> yeah, she She's so is. Cute. She's it a has IMDb. Queen. <laughs> she has an IMDb rating. I thought her and Mr. Pig broke up. I can't Are they remember still now. together? I guess they're together. I, I guess they're maybe together. in secret. Yeah, I don't know. Like I thought that it's, maybe oh, I can't. I think remember. it's been a minute since we've caught up with them. It has been a minute since we caught up with them. That is accurate. So this episode has an IMDb rating of 6.8, which I really think is low. For yeah, this, for I have this, a theory behind that, too. How good this episode. What's your theory? This episode, this feels like something straight out of like season one. Oh, totally. Which is like uh, adventure of the week. Nothing too serious. I disagree with that. There is a serious part in this in this episode. There is. But the episode as a whole, I agree with you. Yeah. And just like goofy dialogue and like mm-hmm. really funny characters. And I feel like if you plopped this episode in season one, it would have a much higher rating than a 6.8. But I think it's because the show has evolved so much up to this point that throwing it in here, people were probably like, what is this crap? Yeah. I don't know. I think both of these episodes are really interesting because they're about 
the getting like the grief process of breakup. Yeah. And I don't know what the future episodes hold, but and they haven't really done a good job of addressing that grief that, you know, Finn gloved up. You know, we know that. And um, he also was really down with Fire Princess. And regardless of whether or not the show is trying to kind of like push Fire Princess on us to like make it happen, um, because I think I think we're all in agreements that it just felt out of place at times. I, I just think that this these two episodes speak to some of the the sadness and the folly that comes with breakup. And, you know, if you've ever been in a relationship and have broken up with someone or lost someone like that crap is real, man. Like, like it, it messes you up. So it's just kind of interesting how they utilize these episodes to kind of touch on those elements. Yeah. In both these episodes, you're seeing Finn deal, like process it in mm-hmm. very different ways. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll have to get into that as we go. Absolutely. Okay. Sorry. So oh, no, no. overall number 139, number 35 in season five. How many episodes are in season five? Like 800? 50. I'm going to look. Uh, if you want to keep reading, I'll, okay. I'll find out. There's 52. Directed by, there is 52? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> almost there. There's so we're many. Almost... And then season six has like a gajillion also. <laughs> we're almost at 40. <laughs> couple more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We started reviewing season five in January of 2022. <laughs> uh, we're almost in summer even... of 2023. This is it is not even that I don't like this show. That's not what it is. It's just, it's a lot. It's all just a lot. It's and a I lot. love it. I love watching the show. <laughs> I am not complaining. It's, it's just, I it's just. I, I, th- I guess when we started the podcast, like the reality of reviewing 280 episodes of a show didn't really sink in. Oh, no, not at all. No, I, I didn't even I didn't even think of that. It was like, hey, babe, I love Adventure Time. You've never watched it. You want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was my thought process. Back, back when we only covered one episode per Oh, my podcast, gosh. Could you imagine? It would be on like season three right now. <laughs> okay, sorry. Again, not complaining. Love the show. This is amazing. I love being here. I love our fans. It's been great. I do. And it's been a huge commitment. Yep. I've actually, I've been really excited to get to these episodes today. So I'm psyched. Yeah. All right. So it's written and storyboarded by Cole Sanchez, Kent Osborne, and Andy Rizzitano. Rizzitano? Rizzitano? Stano. Rizzitano. Original air date, September 23rd, 2013, and it had 2.02 million U.S. viewers. That's about average. No. The title card shows Finn and Jake covered in slime running away from a giant Guillermo, and uh, (laughs) Slime Princess is running with... (laughs) This is so inaccurate to the episode. I love it. It's great. Uh, (laughs) It's like a giant. He's got his giant little hat. Jake in this image is more serious than he is at all through the entire episode. Jake is the peanut gallery in this show. That's just all he is. That's his job. This is Jake being... as he proclaimed himself in uh, one of the Susan Strong episodes, distracting him and obnoxious or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So Finn and Jake are hosting what appears to be a talk show. I think it's a podcast. It seems like they're recording a podcast. Yeah. With Finn claiming that he no longer wants to date anymore. When Slime Princess arrives and announces that she needs help with an emergency, Finn is eager to help until Slime Princess says that she needs Finn to marry him or else she will lose the Slime Kingdom. Finn states that he's unable to do so, and Ice King interrupts and volunteers himself as husband before Jake tells him off. So it's funny because at the very beginning, you hear Jake saying, not a peep out of you. And we're like, okay, that was weird. Yeah. And they're doing this podcast, and all of a sudden, so this whole thing with Slim, Slim, Slime, Slime, Slime Princess comes in, Slim Shady comes in, and all of a sudden, you see... <laughs> Ice King's behind this curtain, yeah. and he's like, it's just like a little cameo of Ice King. It was so great. <laughs> shows up for like two seconds, like, I'll be your husband. Mm-hmm. Is he still living there, I guess? Yes, he is still living there. OMG. <laughs> that's, that's like a whole subplot this season. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. That, that This opening scene was great. And like, while they're doing this radio show or podcast, uh, Jake's trying to get get some of the hot gossip on Finn's love life and Finn's like I don't want to talk about that stuff right now so I want to get back to like the old days like instead of uh romancing princesses I want to save save princesses and get back to adventuring yeah so uh it's like it's like this episode is a foreshadow of next episode yeah actually yes it is yeah 
So Slime Princess explains that her sister, Blargatha... Such a great name. <laughs> I chuckled as soon as I heard it. Recently married a slime rogue named Guillermo, leader of the Elder of the Slime People, uh, Slime Kingdom, Elder Plops, <laughs> to decree that rule over the Slime Kingdom will be passed to Blargatha unless Slime Princess marries the next day. So Slime Princess says that this would not normally be a problem, but she discovered that Blargatha and Guillermo are evil. Evil to the core, as she says. <laughs> And uh, plan to conquer Ooh. So Finn refuses anyway and only hesitantly accepts when Slime Princess says that the marriage would be in name only. That's so crazy. Also, the name Guillermo, I love it. And it reminds me of what we do in the shadows. Yes. Yep. And the so best good. character in that show. And that like literally made me love this episode even more. Okay. Yeah. Arriving at the Slime Kingdom, a wasteland oasis of slime, Slime Princess leads Finn and Jake to the most important place in the kingdom, a discotheque where Slime Princess and all of her main splurts hang out. While introducing Finn as her new husband to the Slime Kingdom's citizens, Slime Princess's sister, Blargatha, <laughs> arrives with her husband, Guillermo, claiming that Guillermo is unable to do so himself due to a severely sore throat. Blarga challenges Finn and Slime Princess to the Trials of Glarb, a series of love Yes, games. and then this discotheque is where we find uh, tree trucks. She's like, this is where we like to go to shake it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> so I love Blargatha. Yeah. I think she is such a funny character and like super charismatic. I want to see more of her in the show. Yeah, me too. Uh, Slime Princess objects to this. However, Elder Plops agrees. Elder Plops is great, too. By the He's way. so He's such funny. a funny character. He reminds me of uh, the Mud Scamps in um, mm, yes, yeah. the Frog Prince episode. So uh, Elder Plops agrees, saying that whichever couple he deems to be the most truly in love will rule the Slime Kingdom. The first trial is crooning, in which the contestants climb into a slime swan, bo swan boat and sing a song, and Elder Plops judges the winner. So Finn is still troubled by his relationship issues, but Slime Princess encourages him to simply let his emotions out. And they win the first challenge with Finn's song about his inability to get over Flame Princess, which is one of my favorite songs in the whole series. Same. Yep. So fun fact, when Matt and I were dating, I went to Florida and like he had sang this song to me before, but I was like, you need it. I was... I was, we were on video chat and I was like, you need to sing that song so my friends can hear it. And he totally sang it and he just played it on the guitar. Was that on the uke or the guitar? I think I played it on guitar. Yeah. And it's awesome. And Matt is going to sing it for our podcast. Yes. And include it at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll record it afterwards with you singing. No. I ain't got no singing voice. Stop. <laughs> You're totally singing it. Oh, maybe. We'll see. Matthew. <laughs> Maybe. They lose the second challenge when Finn refuses to spoon with Slime Princess and Blargatha ties the score. Elder Plops announces that the final trial, smooching, would be held the next day. Later, while unsuccessfully trying to practice for the smooching tri trial, which is like they're going to kiss and Finn like literally throws up yeah. when Slime Princess tries to kiss him. Finn decides he's just going to punch Guillermo until he agrees to leave the kingdom. They arrive at Blargatha's room and he calls her Guillermo to come out. But Blargatha angrily responds instead. So breaking into the room, they follow Blargatha down a set of stairs to find a chamber filled with slime tanks. Blargatha fires at them from one, but they manage to dodge and climb inside where Finn punches Guillermo, only to discover that he is actually just a blob of slime with olives for eyes that Blargatha made. So Blargatha explains that um, it's not easy being as attractive as she is. <laughs> so Finn wants to send her to prison. He's like, oh, well, what you did is illegal. And Slime Princess is like, well, no, not, not really. She's just going to be disqualified from being uh, the new ruler. It's just really interesting to me that this whole thing is happening in the first place. And it was a total LSP move, if I'm yeah, going to say. it totally was. I was like, this could be, LSP could be in this role and it, it would totally work. Yeah, Blargatha is like a more well put together LSP. Yes. Yeah. Evil. Yep. Evil, evil to evil. the core. Evil, evil, evil. Evil, evil, evil. <laughs> Elder Plops announces that Slime Princess is still the ruler of the Slime Kingdom, and the citizens call for Slime Princess and Finn to kiss. Slime Princess asks him what he thinks, and Finn, not wanting to disappoint the people, willingly prepares to kiss Slime Princess when she suddenly turns away to vomit, saying she cannot do it. Elder Plops frowns. Finn gags and vomits. Slime Princess gags and vomits. Yep. The Great end. <laughs> <laughs> and I love uh, what is it that staff that the that the king has uh, yeah. Elder Plops and like 
he watches them throw up, but he's just like he just has like this completely stoic expression, and he's just like gabbling yeah. the staff into yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember, you know, this is totally a, a filler episode, but it's like the best kind of filler episode for me. I I really like this one. I think it's really funny. I laughed out loud several times. Yeah, Jake had a lot of funny puns. That was just like you know, on point. And it was just really funny. Just great line development. Oh, yeah. Jake was all about puns in this one. Like, really bad puns. Mm-hmm. There were so many funny lines in this one, I couldn't keep up with all of them. My thoughts yeah. are that this is a great episode. It bums me out that she was being forced into marriage because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Screw the patriarchy. But at the same time, it was really funny, great, and I love the song. Yeah, me too. Anything else? One of the competitions was who, which couple can spoon the best. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Blargatha and uh, Guillermo won that one. She's like, oh, I love you, baby. You spoon so good. <laughs> and like, and, and Slime Princess is like literally chasing Finn around. They're like <laughs> yeah. laying in a circle uh, and like face, like trying to like get him this spoon. He's like, no, 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 no. no. They're on these like red futons. It's so funny. Oh, I love it. It reminds me when like we'd have make out. Did you ever make out contest or anything when you were uh, like a high schooler or no. anything? <laughs> In my friend group, we all kind of paired off and like there was a couple of people and it, it was funny because we just like, you know, you're teenagers and you're like make out and you're all laying on each other, the couch and like make it out anyway. Oh, no. Oh, no, yeah. I did not. <laughs> oh, totally. That's a total thing that happened in, in my life. Oh. Matt, what was your favorite line? Oh, we got snail watch. Oh, yeah. Matt, where's the snail? Uh, the snail is next to the bowl of fruits. <laughs> it's it's a shot of Finn running, I assume, towards Blargatha to confront her. Yes. And Slime Princess is on his backpack. And you can see a bowl of fruit to the right. You can barely see it. And the snail is there. Wow. Yeah. What kind of fruit are those, you think? Oh, uh, looks like a lemon, maybe. A lemon and something blue. I don't know what that is. <laughs> There's a red one. Hmm. Hmm. Snail watch. 2023. Hmm. Makeout party. Yeah. <laughs> you never did. You never had a makeout party? No, you never, like, I never did even that? heard of that until like, just now. Yeah, like we'd watch movies and end up making out. It's just what you did. I was a very innocent. Oh, so you're saying I wasn't boy. innocent? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, makeout man. parties. That's funny. Yeah. It's just wild to me. Yeah. All right. Phil face. Matt feels really uncomfortable right now. No. He's like, I'm learning about you things I didn't know. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a funny response and nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> He's like, you. <"Ew." laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, what was your favorite line? Oh, Oasis? More like no Oasis, Jake <laughs> the dog. And there's a runner up too. my other favorite line. You don't know how hard it is to be this hot, Blargatha. And I can relate. I know. Matt has <laughs> to say that all the time. Matt? Like, seriously, is a magnet. No, I'm not. <laughs> he, you totally are. You totally uh, are. Like, like Steve Buscemi. On our, shut up. On our honeymoon, <laughs> we had, a, oh boy. <laughs> we were in Cancun and, and there was a couple there who were trying to pick Matt up and it was so funny. And they, like, would conveniently run into us at the resort we were at. It got like, so uncomfortable. Multiple times. And I was, like, completely invisible and Matt, they were, like, talking about it. It was just hilarious. Oh, swingers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Everybody can do their own thing. Oh, but I'll tell you what. Matt Matt has his his fair share of magnets, and it's awesome. And it's always it always leads to like disturbing situations like that. It's, <laughs> it's never something that I'm like, oh, I still got it. But it's always like, oh, why that happen? <laughs> That's uh, so funny. Oh, uh, what's your favorite line? Uh, more like I got in the spit of time because. <laughs> <laughs> he like jumps into Vin's mouth to protect him from the slime. It was oh, funny. Gross. I don't remember that. Uh, so good. So no, good. I'm going to need you to go ahead and give me an impression of a character. All right. It's the only triple cray rated in all of Ooh. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> that uh, was... <laughs> Ooh's best discotheque yep. is in the... Um, in the slime, the slime kingdom. Slime kingdom. Yeah. Yep. Who knew? Shaking their can. Shaking their can. My about- impression is evil to the core, which is slime princess. You sound like Keith David. <laughs> I did sound like Keith David. Evil. 
Can I do it, Keith David? Like, oh, of course you can do it. Evil to the core. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we got some trivia. It's <laughs> kick it. It's trivia time. Trivia. The song I Just Can't Get Over You is about Flame Princess. Yep. This is the first appearance of the Slime Kingdom. Slime Princess is revealed to have an evil twin sister. I didn't know it was her twin sister. Yeah, me neither. Huh. Name Blargatha. Blargatha. So, uh, episode connections. So, the title card from this episode is similar to the one from Slime Central. Hmm. I don't remember that one, huh? Interesting. Ice King still lives with Finn and Jake as a result of the events in Frost and Fire. He moves in with them in Earth and Water. Strangely, he does not appear in Time Sandwich or The Vault. Maybe it was... That is strange. Doing Ice King things. Maybe, but you think that he would be highly involved in both of those events given their surroundings in the in the, in the the treehouse. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe it was one of those cases... Maybe, like, maybe the episodes were written in a different order and then they placed them... I don't know. I don't... I can't make sense of this. <laughs> Even stranger in Time Sandwich, Finn offers to call Ice King as if he no longer lives at their house. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you know, somebody's going to email us with a response to this. That's going to make total sense. <laughs> it is possible that Ice King has gone overseas. The Ice Kingdom rebuilt by Gunter, at least partially rebuilt in box prints. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, sure. So maybe. I don't know. Overseeing that. I don't know. Or they overlooked it. Yeah. Yeah. Finn is still not over his breakup with Flame Princess. Yeah, Duh, we got we know that. that. Slime Princess said she knows he had a she had crushed on Finn in the past. This may be a reference to the episode Prisoners of Love, where she said she would marry Finn. It's interesting because she throws up at the thought of kissing him. No kidding. So Slime Princess's disgust while trying to kiss Finn may also be a reference to Prisoners of Love, as she may still believe that he pees his pants. Ew. You remember that? He yeah. pees his pants. She's like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like because in the next episode they like talk about how he like smells a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe she's hung out with him enough to realize that homie don't like we're not about that. Elder Plops <laughs> refers to tomorrow as on the morrow. On the morrow. I I caught that. Yes. <laughs> in Death and Bloom, Finn thought that when Princess Bubblegum said on the morrow, she was referring to tomorrow. I love quoting that scene too. Yeah. On the morrow, the morrow is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Squawk. Uh, so you had a prediction for this episode. Yeah, I did. Which is called Love Games. Uh, Jake's child, TV, decides to participate in the Land of Ooze version of The Bachelor. Except this time, it's with all the vi- all the available princesses in Ooze. Not to be outdone, Ice King tries to crash the show, imposing as a bachelorette himself. Again, that that's one of my favorite predictions you've ever made, because that is such a funny idea for an episode. Yeah, yeah. But you were wrong. <laughs> so without further ado, <laughs> it is rubric time. My strange boy has been brabbling on about some trumpery. He's taken writing rubrics for a lady's flights of fancy. <clears throat> yes, well, uh, my cousin in Estershire has recently acquired a property <laughs> with strange boys uh, sent to be <clears throat> corrected. What? Perhaps I could have a word with my dear cousin about your son's fiddle faddle. I would be forever in your debt. Chancy, where's my tea? Oh my gosh. There we go. Things are not looking good for Rubric Kid. Hey, you know what? Maybe Rubric Kid is just special. I'm sorry to write and, myself into a corner with these. And his dad needs to accept who he is. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's his character arc. Ew. <laughs> oh, okay. Ew, David. So, uh... We were, we were given a rubric by a friend of the podcast, Caroline. And if you want to read the rules of the rubric for how I'm grading Amy's guesses, they're on the show notes. Fun fact. They're yes. great. They are great. And the rubric is great. Go team rubric for life. For life. Forever. Forever, ever? Uh, I'm actually grading this one on the spot because I forgot to grade it before. Jeez, Matt. There's going to be some creative things. editing happening here. You are getting a... 28, which huh. is still an A, <laughs> but it's a low A. Whatever, it's, it's an still A-. an A. One of these days, you're going to get a failing grade. I was like, Caroline, you rigged this thing so that Amy always gets an A. You know what? I'm. It's really taking you quite a while to figure that out, Matt. <laughs> I'm just going to start fudging these. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> but 
So you did a pretty good job there. Yeah, I know I did. Even though the episode has nothing to do with what you said. <laughs> so that's but uh, do you want to predict what the next episode's about? Yeah. Based on its name alone, which of is course I do. Dungeon Train. There's a magical train that is summoned by wearing a mystical conductor's hat. It travels through a dungeon, stopping at different areas for the duo to battle in whatever lies waiting. They can't get off the train until the dungeon is complete. Wow. Sounds like somebody's probably getting an A again. <laughs> <laughs> but really, that's actually very, very close to the episode. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any uh, final thoughts on Slime Princess episode? Yeah. If you want just a <laughs> love, games. <laughs> love games, if you want just a funny, like, low-key episode to, to chill with, this is a good one. Yeah. I would definitely watch it again. I, that's one gets a chuckle out of me every time. I, yeah. I'm really happy to have seen it again. It's been a while. It was good. It was good. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we're on Dungeon Train. IMDb rating 8.1. Overall number 140. 140. Woohoo. We should be doing something to celebrate. We're going to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 tonight. Snap our fingers. Snap our fingers. Ew. Finger snappy celebration. Finger snappies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay uh directed by nate cash written and storyboarded by tom herpich and steve wolfhard original air date september 30th 2013 and 2.04 million u.s viewers nice yeah oh it's a dungeon episode and a train episode dungeon train it's very simple oh my goodness and the title card for this is pretty awesome it's a what is it a bunch of moons or asteroids or something that Finn and Jake are standing on. It looks like they're looking down on Earth or Ooh. It has like a big chunk taken out of it. And there's a silhouette of a dungeon master, which may or may not be Finn. That's crazy. Yeah, I like it. That's a really cool, that's a cool title card. I like that. Yeah, me too. I'd I'd get a poster of that one. It's good. It's good. Uh, The episode begins with Finn and Jake traveling to a mystery cave that they heard about from Waff Lambeau's brother. Finn starts asking weird questions on the way, which causes Jake to worry about him and ask whether it has anything to do with his breakup from Flame Princess. Finn tries to reassure Jake, telling him he's fine and that he's just feeling, quote, gray. Yeah, while they're walking, Finn's asking all these funny existential questions like... Yeah, what's the meaning of soup? What's the meaning of soup? This is something that Georgie would say. She's always like, what's a potato? What's a potato? Georgie was on an episode of this, right? She was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Flambeau, we're watching uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Amy had never watched the show before. Uh, I'd seen it once through, but there's no. A, we're not doing a podcast on Buffy. No, we're not doing a podcast on Buffy. <laughs> we're, we're having a hard enough time getting through one show. But um, there's a character that we were just introduced to in the show named Whistler, and I was like, "That's Flambo." Yeah, it's, it's this guy that shows up. He's a, a demon, you know. Like Flambo is like a little. He's a fire guy. Yeah. And Whistler has like the same kind of voice as Flambo. He kind of talks like this. It's so funny. And he just shows up every now and then to help the heroes out. And I was like, oh, it's, it's exactly exact like Waff Lambo. Yeah, Waff Lambo. So, finger snappies. So the two encounter the dungeon train while talking, and they decide to wait until the train passes before continuing on their way. Two hours later, however, the train's still passing, so Jake stretches up to look down and sees that it's just a circular loop, and the train is, like, never-ending. So uh, they both go into the train and try to pass through, but they encounter a strange-looking warrior who attacks them without warning. And Finn pushes them out of the car as they retrieve the loot that the warrior dropped, including a magical sword and his iron helmet. And when they throw him out, he's like, Whoa, dang! Uh, it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> they decide to see what else is on the train and move from cart to cart, fighting various monsters like crystal ants, geode warriors, mud monsters, slime creatures, picking up all the loot from the monsters along the way. Much later, Finn and Jake have gathered a fair amount of loot, and Jake says that they should come back someday finn questions why they should leave saying that they'd only been there for three hours but jake replies that he's starting to get bored since the carts and monsters are all the same yeah i have some thoughts about that uh, i'll get into after we've done the synopsis mm-hmm. so finn asks jake to go for one more cart and jake reluctantly agrees uh, initially the cart appears empty however a big flesh type creature appears which finn dubs a boss battle before rushing into the fight the two of them defeat the creature, but Finn shows no signs of wanting to leave the train, continuously going from cart to cart. So Jake tries to persuade Finn to leave by reminding him about the mystery dungeon, food, and repetitive monsters. <laughs> However, Finn does not seem to care since the train contains greasy meat as part of the loot. Wall, Wall meat. meat! Like Castlevania! Yep. Yes! 
And uh, Finn does not mind if the monsters are repetitive, nor does he care if they were in a weird dungeon or a weird train since it's all weird. And this is dungeon crawler video games in a nutshell. Yeah, (laughs) it's awesome. You're fighting a lot of the same things over and over again. You pick up the loot. For some people, they could do it all day, every day. And other people are like, this is boring. I've been doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Arriving in the ant cardigan, Jake tells Finn that this place is bad news for you and that they should take off. However, Finn claims that this all feels good, like when you made those biscuits way back. (laughs) This really related to me and resonated with my soul. Jake reminds Finn that they were just the butter that he was responding to and that the train is just like that. After defeating another boss, Jake discovers a future crystal and shows Finn as an old man who continues to fight on the train after an unknown number of years. Oh, what is but, what is what is Finn's line as the old man? He makes some ant pun. Yeah, I got that one. Oh, okay. Uh, get ant of town. Get ant of town. <laughs> <laughs> this whole train is butter. <laughs> So he shows that the, the vision of Finn. But Finn is merely, is merely impressed by his future self, saying that he will have the best life. <laughs> so while Finn is fighting the hair apes, Jake tells him that he will leave, but secretly hides right outside of the cart and sits next to a hair ape, who seems to be tired of fighting too. And it like it like pats its lap, so Jake will go like take a nap with him. Mm-hmm. I'd sit my microphone. That's becoming a thing. <laughs> so Jake takes a nap, but wakes up to find the hair ape trying to shock him. And it's funny because it's like, it's this kind of like really nice contemplative moment. Yeah. Where it's like, it's nighttime and Jake's just like looking up at the moon, like laying down for a nap. And he's like, I wonder what my kids are up to. Yeah. It's and so then, sweet. And then it just cuts to this ape trying to kill him the next morning. And it, sh- it shrugged its shoulders like, ah, this is what I do. So he returns to the cart to find Finn all stooped up now and he doesn't even recognize him. He's got a spider wand, an orange flame burge. And a large uh, flame coat and an iron mask. Shocked that he became one of the twisted last soul boss guys, Jake decides to force him out of the train. Finn uses a spider wand to defeat Jake and steals Jake's backpack. While looking inside, he finds a future crystal and uses it to see the future. This time, however, it shows an old Jake loyally following Finn around even after all those years. Deciding to set things right, Finn returns to Jake. I will note, though, that there were apples and chicken in the backpack. And Finn or Jake was complaining about being hungry, but had food with him. Yeah, I guess he just didn't feel like having chicken. I guess. It's like when I bring a snack somewhere, I'm like, I don't want this. I want something else. (laughs) (laughs) So Jake apologizes and says that he will stay on the train with Finn. But Finn apologizes as well, saying that it's all over now. So Jake believes that they're getting off the train. But Finn's like, no, you know what? You go back home. I'll be there in like a week or two. So Jake gets worried that Finn is still obsessed with the train, but Finn reassures him that he, uh, he learned his lesson and gives him the future crystal, which now shows the two of them at the tree fort washing dishes together with really solemn looks on their yeah faces. yeah yeah and good job for them for washing dishes i know right in teamwork yeah makes a dream work that's right so that was dungeon train what do you think of this one really good yep i was really looking forward to this episode mm-hmm. uh, when i when i saw that it was coming up in season five yeah. I, I i revisit this one pretty frequently yeah yeah i just really like it yeah it's good Jake is uh, really fun in this episode. I love when they throw him the wall meat and he's like, oh, no, no, no. What was it? Something that he puts a gauntlet on and it turns him into one of those blob guys. He's like, no, thank you. It turns into like a butt monster. (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny. Uh, Yeah, Jake is great in this episode. Um, Finn is clearly using this dungeon train as a distraction from um, all of the emotions that he's got going on right now. Like Mm -hmm. something that he doesn't know how to process. This is just like. It's getting him in, like, the right mindset again. Like, yeah. even if it's just a distraction, he's like, I need this right now. Yeah. And uh, it's just what works for him. Yeah. I'm glad that he knows his limits, you know? And, like, he's not, like, he's not just trying to, he's not getting lost in it. You know, I think he started to, but with Jake helping, like, reground him and then and then be like, yo, like, this is serious. Yeah. <laughs> Jake was his anchor. Then he was able to recognize, like, okay, I need to, I need to figure something else out, and he did. That was yeah. awesome. But yeah, you pointed out the wall meat, and uh, if if you've ever played the old Castlevania games, if one of the many strange quirks about them is like you you hit a wall with your whip, and meat might come out of it and replenish your health. Mm-hmm. It's and funny. Yeah, I I love it. Um, that's one. Of, I love Castlevania. I could play that game all day. Uh, I wrote depressed Finn is so funny. It, why? <laughs> like his questions are so goofy and like weird yeah (laughs) but also i wrote finn straight up sounds like a man at this point there's a few lines in this world his voice got so deep yeah yeah 
So what did you like about the episode? Like, tell me your thoughts about it, because you mentioned you wanted to comment on some of the dungeon crawler aspects of it. Yeah. So I wrote some rambling in here while we were watching it. So I said, it feels to me like this one was written by somebody who doesn't like dungeon crawler games because mm-hmm. there's like Jake's line after they've been there for three hours. And he's like, it's getting kind of boring fighting the same monsters over and over. But it also shows how like time suck video games like that can be used as a distraction if somebody's going through some uh, some stuff in life. Mm-hmm. Like at one point when Jake's leaving, Finn says it's better on the train. Things make sense here. Right. Like so my buddy Nate back in high school, like if he was going through like, a breakup or something like that, he he was never much of a gamer. But like he'd start really getting into some video game and fixate on that for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's totally what 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 uh, Finn's doing here. It's just like something repetitive and mindless that, you, you know, it but it, it kind of gets your mind off of like the heavy stuff in life. Yeah. As a distraction. So I could see that. Like, it's showing both sides. Like, somebody who gets, like, these kind of dungeon crawler video games, like Finn, and somebody who's like, oh, this is boring. You're doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just found that interesting. I do. I also think about, like, it's also familiar. It's the devil he knows, right? Yep. And so this is what brings him joy. This is what settles him and grounds him. So um, I think that that's also why it's like things make sense because that's what he's used to. And he was new to relationships and that didn't make sense to him. And then also just the the complications of their relationship and the choices he made and things like that, right? Like, like he's just kind of living in this cycle. And so it's just really interesting to watch him go through that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like, it's something I can relate to too. Cause like we've, we've had a lot of stuff going on in life lately. Yeah. And uh, one of my distractions right now is I'm, I've gotten back into writing music. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll just be in my office and like six hours will pass without me knowing it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is just it's like if too much stuff starts building up in my head, I'm like, OK, I'm going to work on music for a while. Yeah. And then before you know it, all this time passes. And that's yeah. So that's that's kind of relatable to what Finn's doing here. Totally. Except I think I'm we all I think we all have that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we all go through that in one way or another, you know. Definitely. So that's cool. Yeah. Matt. Yes. Where was the snail? The snail is on a small crack in the floor when Finn is running away from Jake after stealing his backpack. I really like that coat, like that fire coat that he's wearing. It's freaking yeah, rad. Yeah, it's cool. It looks like somebody set Pac-Man on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a witch hat. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. With a little moon circling around it. Yep. It's like, ooh, battle moon. <laughs> snail watch. 2023. All right, Matt, what was your favorite line? My favorite line was... Before you say it, we uh, had to pause. We had to, we watched it and then went back and paused it so Matt could gather this information. Yeah. Just wanted the folks at home to know this. It's Jake's terrible relationship advice. And he says, Girls is like horses. When you fall down, it's important that you get right back on again on a different horse. And there's a lot of fish in the sea. A lot of fish. A penny saved is a penny earned. <laughs> That's Jake's advice. Uh, Where's T-Dog when you need him? So Uh, what's your favorite line? Wooding! (laughs) Wooding! Give me the loot! Give me that hat! Uh, Do you want to give me an impression of a character? Yep. You were just responding to the butter! I love your Jake. It sounds like Danny DeVito. (laughs) 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 You know, I can't laugh that hard. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, good stuff. Yeah. So mine is Wodang. <laughs> we clearly like that. You took that after me. <laughs> Jake throws from the or Finn throws from the train. And he's uh, like the first guy that shows up. He just comes rushing at them immediately. He's like, "Ah, give me the loot." That's so funny. That's so funny. His voice is clearly. Uh, it sounds like Zergiog. Zergiog. So good. Goblins. All right, we got some trivia. Kick it. It's trivia time. So Finn is about five feet tall, according to Jake. I was surprised by that. Yeah. He's shorter than I thought he was. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with being five foot tall. No, not at all. Earth appears in the title card with a chunk missing in accordance with the Mushroom War. Ooh. Yeah. It is likely that the boss fights on the train are other adventurers that were caught in the infinite cycle of gathering loot on the train. This is evidenced by the fact that like Finn, they enter the rooms through doors rather than being spawned already. This theory is further supported by Jake's exclamation that Finn is one of those twisted lost soul boss guys. So I wonder, the Wodang guy, when he gets thrown <clears throat> from the train, maybe that broke the cycle for him and he can yeah. get back to his life. Yeah, for real. Maybe he was the monkey on top of the train. Oh, maybe he was. 
<laughs> the future image of Finn appears to be missing his right arm, having replaced it with a hook and whip. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, I didn't even notice that. He was wearing so much junk, I didn't even notice that the missing arm. either. During this episode, it is believed that it helps him get over his breakup with Finn. Princess. Yes, I guess we'll find out. Yep. Episode connections. Finn is seen yet again, this time in the direct future of his universe with a robotic arm in place of his right arm, which had been implied in multiple episodes such as Mortal Folly, Puyuhoi, Finn the Human in the Vault, and many more. The the title card also shows Finn's shadowy reflection without a right arm. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. The old future version of Finn from the future crystal looks similar to the old alternate version from Puyuhoi. Yes. That was such a good episode. I love you. My question about Puhoy is, what happened in the pill world where Finn lost an arm? Like, what, what in that world could possibly <laughs> harm him? Everything is, is fluffy. <laughs> like, maybe his arm had to be taken off from, I don't know, like Infection some kind of malnourishment or, eating pillows all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the title music was the same as the, as the episode Dungeon from season one. Huh. Yeah. I love Dungeon episodes. When Jake puts his forehead on the future crystal, he seems to look like his old self in one last job. Oh, cool. That's right. He had that big forehead. Yeah, remember? he did. Yeah, that's right. The big <laughs> yeah, tough guy forehead. The dungeon train would be seen again two, season, two seasons later in Hall of Egress, where Finn and Jake finally visit the cave mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I never put two and two together before. That's awesome. So the it's future four. with Finn and Jake in the kitchen with... Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. It's yours. No, it's fine. The future with Finn and Jake in the kitchen with Finn's eyes closed also foreshadows Hall of Egress. Hmm. Interesting. That's cool. Fascinating. It's a good episode, by the way. Well, I can't wait to watch it. Yes. You had a prediction for this episode. Yeah, I had a prediction. Based on the name Dungeon Train. There is a magical train that is summoned by wearing a mystical conductor's hat. That detail I really like. (laughs) It travels through a dungeon, stopping at different areas for the duo to battle whatever lies waiting. They can't get off the train until the dungeon is complete. So, you know, not every piece there is right, but you're so close in so many other aspects. I know, right? That um, you are getting a 33, a perfect A, a perfect score. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. You're getting a 30. That's okay. Still an A. (laughs) The three bonus points is for, uh, does a similar storyline occur at some point later in the show? It doesn't. It happens in this episode. <laughs> so 30. That's still a perfect day. So uh, do you want to predict what the next episode's about based on the name? Yeah. Box Prince. Okay. So a new prince is in town with the goal to win over PB's heart. After all, he is a prince and stuff. I can't get <laughs> wind of his arrival and gets a potion from a witch that, when ingested, turns folks into a box. I.K. gets the prince to drink it, and all hilarity ensues. That sounds great. It sounds a lot better than the actual episode. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Spoiler warning. If, if it's how I remember, if it's the episode I remember it is, I think Box Prince is like one of my least favorite episodes of the whole series. Dang. Maybe that's changed now. It's been years since I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> Matt? Yes? We got some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Oh, yeah. Oh, real quick. Do you have any final thoughts on Dungeon Train? This is a great episode. Again, I think it's you could watch both of these episodes back to back, which I think you should because they really have similar threads. I would certainly watch it again. Great. Great. I like the Dungeon Crawler episodes. I think they're great and I love them and I think everybody should watch it. Yeah, it, automatically for me, if Dungeon is in, in the name of an Adventure Time episode, I'm probably going to like it. I, I love the Dungeon Crawler episodes. It's also like we had we just had two episodes in a row that were very Finn and Jake centric, which, you know, we've had a lot of in the past. But we're going into season six soon where you're going to get a lot less of that. So it's like, you know, it just kind of reminds me of old school Adventure Time. So I really enjoyed that because we're not going to get too much more of it in a little bit. Yeah, that's a bummer. But a lot of people say that season six is their favorite season. So, and there are a lot of episodes I've never seen. I'm in that excited season, for season so. six. It'll be really interesting for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna switch and I things think up there's for sure. A, I think there's a um, gender bent. Fiona and Fiona cake. and cake. Is it in, in season six? I do not remember. Oh man. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to get there and uh, see how we. Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious. I'm really Me curious. Me too. Me too. So now we have some. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Oh, yeah. We got three voicemails. Yeah. So we're going to play them. Here they are. So the first one is from Erickson. 
Oh, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, here we go. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> hey, Matt and Amy. It's from Erickson. I won't say my last name. <laughs> calling from Salt Lake City, Utah. And I love your podcast. Yay! It's <laughs> amazing. Amazing, I say. <laughs> I can't wait until you get to, like, the other seasons. I've got... <laughs> I'm way ahead of you, though. <laughs> and my impression is, I do not play such games oh. with Jake. I love it. I love Card Wars. That episode is so good. Yes. Bye. <laughs> so cute. Eric said that was awesome. Thank you so much we for that. We love it. Hey, Cara, oh, you, Elsa, you, you did a really good Bebo impression. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you rock. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. <laughs> way ahead of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> and, uh, voicemail number two is from friend of the podcast, Owen, or Overcooked Walrus. It's taking me a minute to get to these. Here we go. Jeez, Matt. Hey, Matt and Amy. Uh, it's me, Owen, um, or Overcooked Walrus Meat. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm calling from Kentucky, and uh, I just wanted to say that I love your guys' show. Aww. I think I'm the first ever listener, because I remember listening to it or finding it in, uh, I think, seventh grade. <laughs> and I'm uh, in high school now, senior. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I'll probably be uh, in a nursing home when I when the podcast ends. <laughs> 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 um, anyways, I just wanted to say that I like your show. Um, I tried to get uh, Pendleton Ward on for your hundredth episode because he has uh, Twitch streams, and he said he wasn't interested, unfortunately. But um, you were looking for someone that wanted to do <clears throat> do like uh, I don't know your instagram and twitter and stuff like that and i'd like to do it Ooh. Uh, so yeah bye well thank you so much and we'll you reach out to you that's <laughs> <laughs> probably said, uh, was it uh i'll probably be in a nursing home by the time you guys are done covering the show <laughs> but, i appreciate that yeah and thank yeah. you for uh, reaching out to pen of the war that was really cool yeah, yeah that's awesome uh, and yeah we will be in touch with you sir so thank you so much and, and so it's at the beginning you said uh hey matt and amy but like I, we get like a written version of the voicemail in this yeah. thing, and it says, "Hey, Batman." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. I'm Batman. You are awesome. And voicemail number three is from me because we needed to leave a voicemail on this thing, or we were going to lose our voicemail box. So I <laughs> had to leave something. And so, if anybody ever felt insecure about the message they left for us, just wait till you hear my garbage. I can't. I can't come up with anything on the spot. Here we go. Hello, Mad Amy. It's Matt. So, I was told to call in with an impression, so here you go. Wait, I totally forgot what I was going to do. Oh, yeah. Never mind. And that's it. <laughs> hey, first funny. time we ever got listener feedback from one of the uh, one of the hosts of the show. And we'll see. We, we might be we might be doing this. Or, you know, Owen, you and me will all be in like a retirement center together. And we'll still be doing the podcast. Yep. Oh, I don't think I like season seven as much as season six. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess one of those uh, is going to be you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. We got an email from Corbin B. Hi, Matt and Amy. Sorry for the two emails in such a short amount of time. I just wanted to say something I forgot to mention in my last email. I think you guys should definitely check out Amphibia. We have watched that. And The Owl House. I don't think I've seen The Owl House. I've heard of it, though. Yeah, I, I, I think I've checked that out at some point. If you're planning on doing any more extra episodes, those are two of my all-time favorite animated shows, and the list, of course, is AT, and are akin to something of Gravity Falls and Over the Garden Wall. They're nice. both awesome and would be great for the podcast, in my opinion. Anyways, thanks for reading. Bye! Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for the recommendations. Also, um, I, I do want to get back to... So after we did the first season, I did like a one-episode review of Over the Garden Wall, and I'd like to, uh, at some point, get through... like regular show and some of these other shows that are similar to adventure time and like do like single episode like you know like recommendations for listeners and stuff like that so yeah i'll definitely be checking some of these out thank you the next one is by Nick. oopsie diddlyamo <laughs> hi amy and bad <laughs> i'm only on season two of your pod of your episode recap so far but i still wanted to take the time to say how much i love your podcast and it's so nice to have someone covering all the episodes you're so far not only being the most entertaining to me, but also the farthest in the series <laughs> of a show that that um, had shaped so much of my childhood. 
I like to listen to you two goof around when I work while I wait for my beautiful wife to wake up, and it makes time fly. Oh, thank you so much. I recently got back into the show having rewatched the entire series with my best friend of 11 years. That's awesome. Yeah. Who I actually met through an old school Adventure Time fan forum. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if it's still alive, but it's called landofoo.net. It's so, or.com. By the way, I, I don't think it is around anymore. I checked it out. So if you're curious, but it's nice to listen to y'all recap everything since my memory is trash bags and I don't remember <laughs> a lot of them. I hear you. I don't remember episodes that we covered like a week ago. <laughs> It's always awesome to hear your thoughts and opinions, even though Princess Bubblegum is my favorite character of all time and it shatters my heart into dust, to hear your early opinions on her and hope they get better. They do. I, I think at this point, like at this point, we've, we've, we've said a lot of good stuff about PB and I love your banter and Matt's impressions. Seriously, they could make, you can make bank as a voice yes, actor. Yes, that's what I'm always telling him. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are so sweet together and it really makes me want to try to do my own podcast with my friend running over the show ourselves someday. Do it. Yeah. Thanks for reading my super long message. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, Nick. Thank you so much, Nick. And I did respond to this uh, email. Yeah, thanks a lot. You're awesome. And it, it makes my day to, to get messages like that. All right. Next one is from Victoria. Um, hi, Matt and Amy. I'm a 25-year-old mom from Ohio. <laughs> Vomit emoji, LOL. <laughs> and I have been re-watching AT with my two boys. I was looking for more info on the show, and I have... Uh, problem with podcasts, that problem being that I have too many when I stumbled upon yours. I binged it so fast. I can't wait for more. Thank you guys for the work you put into the beautiful project and for giving me more content to accompany this weird and wonderful show that I've loved ever since I was in middle school. Also attached, attached is a video of me singing Little Everything Stays. Oh, first of all, thank you so much for the email. For reals. And also, can I just say how I love that you're sharing Adventure Time with your kids? I think that's really awesome. And it's just really, this is such a great show, and I love it, and I'm happy about that you're, that you emailed us, so thank you. Absolutely, and also, I uh, downloaded the video that you sent us. It's it's audio, it's just a still image with audio, and I'm going to play it for y'all. She puts my singing to shame. Everything stays right where you left it. Aww. Everything stays, but it still changes. Ever so slightly, daily and nightly, in little ways, everything stays. Oh, that's so good. That like made so me want to cry. Like that is beautiful. Absolutely. I love that. Oh I lo- my I gosh, the, Victoria. Yeah, I, I still one day want to do like an episode where it's just like nothing but covers of songs from the show. Yeah. And like having people submit their own things and stuff like that. That's a great idea, Maddie. And I would love to, like, collaborate with you on, on, on one of these covers because that voice is something else. It's fire. And I was wrong about it being a still video. There's, like, a gif of Marceline playing bass and there's the snail and Finn and Jay giving each other a high five on the couch. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank Very you so cool. much. So the next one is by The Luscious Lou. I love these names. Oh, my glob. I love your podcast. I listened on Spotify, but I would give you a million stars. I'm 40 and I started watching Adventure Time when it originally aired. When I met my wife in 2014, I got her hooked as well. We watched the entire series all the way through several times, so we still watch it randomly whenever uh, whenever we're just hanging out. Your podcast has been the perfect way to experience the adventure all over again. Y'all are awesome. I'm all caught up. I've been just every episode in like a month. I love y'all. I have a tattoo of Finn's sword. Please do something else together after you finish Adventure Time, Andrew. And I'm taking a look at that tattoo right now, and it is so cool. It is really cool. Yep. It's really well done. I like it. It and I, uh, so I talked to him a little bit about tattoos. I was like, I don't have one myself, but if I do get one, I got to get something Adventure Time related. He's For like, reals. He said, you should get an Ice King tattoo. <laughs> the crown or maybe even just Gunter. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, just, like, Gunter. just Gunter? It could, it could just be on your back, a I whole back tattoo of just Gunter. Oh, also, I love that email. Yes. Um, and you're, so he's 40. And it's cool to know that we're not the only people in our age bracket who watch Adventure Time. For real. I love that. It's great. I was just talking to my friend, Mooney, about um, who's been on the pod, actually. We did a, a Zoom thing. She's helping me design a logo for my pri- uh, my, my private practice. Anyway, and I was she's getting into tattooing, and I was like, hey, I really want to do uh, Adventure Time Sleep. She's like, oh, my gosh, that would be amazing. So future, I'm hoping that will be in my life. Absolutely. All right. Next one is Janet T. Hi again, cat emoji. I just want to let you know that I'm trying to find time for the fanfic and that there's always family problems. But anyway, 
keep going on the podcast. It's great. And I have two comics, volume one and two of Adventure Time. So if you want, I can send you the book photos of pages. Bye. Uh, yes, please send that send that our way. I'll totally read it. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. By the way, uh, we heard from Jaina last week uh, when we were reading those Spotify Q&As. You're cool. I like you. So the next one. Oh. So the next one's from Corbin. And they say, hi, Matt and Amy. I love your guys' discussion on Too Old and Earth and Water. Lemon Grab is definitely more evil on some episodes than others. And Too Old shows this in excess. Earth and Water is such a great story episode. And I love all the development between PB, Flame Princess, CB, and Finn. PB and Finn definitely emotionally mature as the show progresses. And it's cool to see that journey. It always brings a smile to my face when I see your guys' name pop up in my notifications. Oh, thank you. I also had uh, had to do a, multi- a multiple double takes when you guys named some of my favorite tv shows and movies the last of us middle ditch and schwartz and mad max anyway i hope to see more episodes of the pod out soon until then bye ps you rock hey you rock it's like you know that i'm gonna say you rock back to you. <laughs> you rock <laughs> but yeah the last of us middle, middle ditch and schwartz is so like people need to see that it's yeah, on netflix it's, it's so funny uh definitely an adult adult show absolutely but, um i think this was the first email of Corbin's second email <laughs> that we just read a minute yeah, ago. Yeah. We're going from the bottom to the top. So yep. start at the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, we had a lot of li- <laughs> lot of listener feedback to catch up on. So today we're like, you know, let's just get through all yeah, of it. Yeah. 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 All Thanks right. again, Corbin. Yeah. Thank you, Corbin. Next one is Dante C. Oh my glob. This podcast is great. My favorite character is probably Peppermint Butler or Susan Strong. <laughs> Do not read this, Amy. <laughs> But Finn's backstory is pretty tragic. Can't wait for the next episode. Also, Salt and Straw is totally my favorite. Yay, PNW gang. For real. Oh, oh nice. I wonder what part of uh, the Pacific Northwest you're from. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Salt and Straw is, to this day, I think the best ice cream I've ever had. It is. Delightful. We loved it. We'd go down to Seattle all the time and just have a date night there. It was the best. Yeah. Also, I love seeing that Peppermint Butler is among somebody's favorite characters. That's so great. And we got a follow-up from Jaina saying... I'm making a podcast on Spotify. This is the name, Warrior Cats on Fire. I'll nice. tell you once it's released, please check it out when it comes out. Yes, we will. Thank you so much for letting us know about it. All right. The next one is from Isabel M. Hi, I just finished watching Adventure Time ever since pushing it away to avoid concluding a good show years ago, which also means I'm fixated on Adventure Time. I look for podcasts, and your guys' podcast has been my absolute favorite to listen to. Yay. I saw that the last episode came out in March. I wanted to check to see if you guys are still active. We are. Um, so excited to continue listening and catching up on the, these episodes. Thanks for creating them. Yeah, you actually sent this email to us one day before our episode last week was released. So you, it was like your ears were itching. We're yep. so glad. We're so glad that you joined us and that you're listening to our podcast. Thank you so much. Also, I remember reading that email on the day that we got it, and that was like the the, uh, the trigger that I was like, we got to record this episode. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get this episode Well, okay. Done. So what happened, and we kind of talked about this last time, but we had this really great episode, and then it got lost, It you know, corrupted or whatever and then we had like tons of family and then i was traveling and, and then i started this class right yeah. afterwards yeah and so like life just really got in the way but we're really glad we're back we're really making an effort to keep going and and get this because we're motivated to finish it and and don't want to like bail out in the middle so yeah that would haunt even, me the rest of my days i know right so even if it takes us longer we will finish this podcast i'm saying it here i'm putting my foot down about it absolutely and we love I, I actually need, like, if, if it's been too long since the last episode, I actually love getting emails from people saying, like, hey, y'all still doing this? And then I'm like, we're going to get back on it. Yeah, yeah. And so the next one, is, by the way, thank you for the email. That was awesome. You rock. Uh, the next one is from... <laughs> you rock. You rock. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the final email up to this point is by Haley L. The title is, I'm here to bother you again. Hello, Matt and Amy. I'm here to answer another pointless question that was a while ago. Well, maybe not that long ago. <laughs> Tell me if you remember this. Sorry, I just read the end of the, <laughs> the email. <laughs> when you said that when you listen to someone's voice, you get an image of them in your head and some other stuff that you asked, if that was only you, well, the answer is no. That happens to me all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember asking that question because... um. I do always get a mental image in my head of like what a podcaster looks like. And yeah. sometimes I'll see them and I'm like, you're not at all what I expected. We just talked about this yesterday. Yes, we did. Yeah. So it actually gets annoying when you're when you're a kid and can't go on social media, so you can't see if you're correct or what they look like or not. Also, Matt, yes, 
not Amy, Matt, <laughs> Team No-No, <laughs> well, upside. And I am putting the pressure on you to beat Team No-No. Also, before I go, <laughs> I have a joke. I was thinking if cottage cheese was milk or cheese, and then it occurred to me. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> that made my day. <laughs> P.S. It hurts my knees. <laughs> Uh, I forgot all about It Hurts My Knees. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. I'm so, somebody out there, do you remember what episode that started in? Because I have no idea. <laughs> I want to go back and find... I don't even remember what the context was anymore. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, PPS, thank you for your amazing pod. PPPS, Matt, I trust you to bring Team No-No to win. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. I'm, There's a lot of pressure for you, I bro. So I, I'm working from the inside. I'm, inf I'm infiltrating. Yeah, good luck yep. with that. We will rise again. Um... Also, Haley, I don't think you know how much I love dad jokes. So those are like my favorite. And so you just made my day. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was unexpected and hilarious. Uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. So we got through all of our emails today. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around. And guess what? What? We finished another episode of Oh, oh My Glob and Adventure yeah. Time podcast. We did it. So you can check us out on the Instas and the Facebooks at Oh My Glob Podcast. Yeah, were you scared of it? <laughs> uh, and we're also on Twitter. Insta, Facebook, and Twitter at Oh My Glob Podcast. You can email us at Oh My Glob Podcast at gmail.com or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562 and please leave a voicemail so I don't have to keep leaving them myself. <laughs> You can also check us out, leave a voicemail from the anchor.fm. And guess what? Well, I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to record that song at the end. Yes, you're doing it. Well, I don't feel like it. I'll do it another time. <laughs>